For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Another end of the year special. This time we are focusing on those shorter releases that we love to call EPs. And after we count that down, we're going to be talking about some of the other fun things that happened this year um, with some different categories. But without further ado, Hey, Yay. it's Mike. What's up, Mike? We couldn't do this without you. I wasn't going to forget about you. Oh, I know you just, weren't. Just do the whole thing and and just leave me in Streamyard. Like, just something's sitting. missing. What's going on here? <laughs> well, welcome everybody. I hope that it sounds okay and uh, looks well as good as it can look. Um, I'm excited. La- last week was really fun. Yeah, it was. A lot of diversity between our album of the year picks that we got yeah. a ton of feedback from people saying yep. like, Hey, these are pretty diverse. You, you guys did a great job. So thank you all for that. Um, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, um, you're right. I, I think I was expecting a little bit more backlash, I was too. but I think the fact that 
our lists were <laughs> so different kind of <laughs> helped because there's stuff that I like didn't have on my list. And like, maybe I should have, honestly, it's, it's really difficult with a big year. It is like 2021, but I was able to just be like, well, Mike had it. Well, Mike had it. Yeah. Well, Mike had it. So, so it kind of, it kind of worked had out on the honorable mentions and stuff too. And I mean, oh yeah, you know, there's a whole thing. Who knows? Maybe we'll come back mid next year. We'll have a really slow week and we'll relook at our top tens and say, <laughs> man, what the hell were we thinking? There ain't going to be a slow week this, this year. I'm telling you, that's not going to happen. Nope. The slowest week will be next week, <laughs> yep. which, which, um, while we have your attention, Mike is going to be doing a solo, uh, episode hell and yeah. he's going to be counting down well, maybe not counting down, mentioning all of the mm-hmm. most anticipated releases for 2022, some of which have been released, some of which we are expecting to be announced. I mean, yep. I mean, announced, not released. Yeah. Yeah. Some of which have been announced. Um, nothing's been released yet. It's still 2021. Yeah. Uh, but, but that should be, should be a lot of fun too. Um, I think there's only three that are currently announced that I'm going to talk about next week because okay. we're getting so many that have been announced very early in the year. Like the 14th, we're getting Under Oath, Enterprise Earth, Fit for an Autopsy, Shadow of Intent, Worm Shepherd, Pride Lands. There's a ton of stuff coming out that day, and we're going to talk about it the next week. So just be aware. Yes, I know that stuff's been announced and it's coming out. We're excited for it. Yep, It's just not going to be the focus of this show. Uh, next week, it's going to be more kind of me looking at bands' past release schedules. We had one of these last year, too, where look at the band's past release schedules, how often they release albums, and kind of predicting what we can expect 2022 to look like. From at least the heavy hitters, there's always going to be some new bands that we find and bring to y'all's attention. Of course. Of course. Of course. Um, and just so people that maybe missed it last time, this is how we have this little chart set up. Um, although it's bigger today, maybe it's just because my, because of that, uh, this thing, the overlay. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, there we go. We got, uh, the, my EPs there and Mike's right below it. And I don't know his and he doesn't know mine. Yep. And yeah, we're going to get into that. I think, uh, pretty much right away. Right, Mike, anything yeah. else you want to tell the people before we, uh, we start? No, I think we're ready to rock and roll. I mean, obviously, this is going to be our last episode for the year. Yeah. So, real quick, I just want to thank everybody for being along with us on the ride this year. It's been a great time, and hope you find some cool new music from these lists, too, because I've got a couple I didn't mention on the show this week. Okay, cool, cool. I I have, I think, at least one that wasn't mentioned on the show as well for an EP. Sick. Uh, And and once we're through these EPs, we're going to be... mentioning some other little fun things, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things like, like favorite artwork of the year, music video, uh, artist of the year, music video. Yes. Things like that. So we're going to get into that as well, but, um, I'll do the honors, Mike. Can I kick it off? Yeah, do it, dude. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to kick it off with my number 10 EP of the year. And I can't believe this is number 10, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, that just goes to show how strong, a year this was not just with uh, albums, but with EPs too. My number 10 from some very good friends of mine and a band that is a, an absolute staple in metalcore. Uh, they're my friends, the Devil Wears Prada with the Zombie 2 uh, EP. The instant you said, I'm surprised this is at number 10, I knew it was Devil Wears Prada. I don't know what made me know, 
but I knew. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what to say about this. I, I mean, I'm sure people are very well versed, mm-hmm. um, our listeners, especially with just this was, I mean, we're going to be talking about the comeback uh, um, of the year as well. This could be a uh, comeback of the year. Not that their last record was, wasn't good. Cause I really, really enjoyed it. I love the, but act. for them to come back with the classic sound, mm-hmm. a sequel to, to their EP and to do it with this much, I don't know. It's a ferocious, ferocious record uh, and a lot of fun. Yep. I think it's a great release. Yeah. I really like this EP. We've got, kind of a refinement on the old sounds that we love from zombie. They kept up with the thematics very, very well. It's just such a fun release. It really is. Oh, people are already mad. People are mad. Come on. Oh, you, you gotta, you gotta get through the whole list before you can say, say shit. Okay. Exactly. Um, are we doing your number 10 now, Mike? Yeah, let's rock over to my number 10. All right, let's go. So at number 10, uh, a record or a band that was on both of our album of the year lists last year, and this should be no surprise to anybody that this is in our, uh, at least my EP of the year, um, the EP American Noir by Creeper. Great, great pick. I uh, and yeah, please, please explain. It's I think it's a great pick. Yeah, I love this record. Uh, they continued on with the aesthetic that they brought on the last release, Love, Sex, and Death, or whatever that record was called. Sex, Death, and the Infinite Void. There we go. Knew it was in there. Yes, Um, yes. And just this really, really fun kind of rock, opera, goth, cool thing. And they brought the entire concept to kind of like a little story-based thing based on uh, like the 40s in America, things like that. Just such a cool record, so well done thematically. I honestly think they could have expanded it and made it a full record and it still would yeah. have been just as good. But yeah. as an EP, it's great. I really love this song's Midnight and uh, what should we call I forget what the other one I was thinking of was. Uh, but yeah, Midnight's an absolute banger and that song alone should get that on my top 10. Yep. Well, um, we might be a little closer today with our lists. Oh yeah. Um, however, I do not have Creeper in my top 10 uh, I have it as an honorable mention. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Um, my second honorable, uh, my third honorable, honorable mention. Um, but I do think it's great. And obviously um, anybody that might remember my number one album of last year was Creeper. Mm-hmm. Number one. So um, not to say this EP didn't do it for me. It really did. Yeah. Um, I think this is maybe ushering in a new change of sound for Creeper, mm-hmm. which is okay. Um, but I really like, I really like the last record. So I feel you. Uh, so we, we shall, we shall see what happens. Hell yeah. Ready to move on to my number nine. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, number nine is kind of a brand new band. Uh, they're kicking it off. I think this is their first EP. Uh, they're coming out of Denton, Texas. It's, uh, house parties with their EP, tiny rooms. House parties. This is a band I didn't talk about on the show. They are super, super fun pop punk. I say if you're fans of kind of the big pop punks or pop punk bands from the last like 10 years, Neck Deep, State Champs, anything like that, you're really going to love this. It's a cute little four song EP. Just every song's an absolute banger. And they know how to write a tasty riff and a fun pop punk track. It's just a good time. Cool. Um, yeah, this is a band I'm completely unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. I do not know them at all. I see their picture. It looks like a female fronted. Yep. Oh, a couple, couple females in the band. Um, yeah, they're smiling. 
Looks like they're having fun. Yeah, it's a fun day. Uh, even if they are from Texas. Even if they are from Texas. Still have fun. You can still have fun in Texas. I mean, water parks is from Texas. You can have fun in Texas. It's true. You can. You can have fun, fun in Texas. That is the truth. Uh, all right. So we're moving on to my number nine. And um, what to say about this one? Well, uh, another really good friend of mine, and I'd say probably the most unexpected thing in both my lists, mm-hmm. albums and EPs, because this is a late in the year record, completely outside the box. But over the last couple weeks, I keep thinking about this record. I keep listening to this record mm-hmm. and it's very, very, very strong. It's the new EP stick figure cowboy from Aaron Gillespie. Love this release. Um, obviously everybody knows him from under oath where he is beating the shit out of drums mm-hmm. um, singing, you know, belting out vocals back there and playing for a very heavy band. And this is a country. I mean, it's pretty much a country record. It is. And, but I mean, don't let that sway you and don't let that stop you from listening to it because it is, the songs are so good. He sounds amazing. The production is really good too. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun, fun, fun record. So I, uh, I'm really, really happy, uh, with this album and that's why it's my number nine. Yeah. I really love this record too. Uh, one of my honorable mentions, um, really, really happy with how it turned out and such a different side to Aaron that we don't normally get to see. And I think it's just as well written as any of the under stuff. It's quality. Yeah. No, a hundred, hundred percent. I, um, hundred percent. Uh, my number eight, we're going to get into my number eight right away. And this, uh, is probably the record people are going to be the least familiar with on both of our lists. This is a band that are still emerging. Mm -hmm. Don't let, again, don't let that stop you from checking them out. They are on open your ears records. And this EP is incredible. It is the new EP drift. Oh yeah. From wild truth. Um, I think they have under a thousand monthly listeners on Spotify, very under the radar, Mm -hmm. but I mean, there's just so much talent in this band. The singer is unbelievable. Yeah. And this is, this should not be under the radar. This is really, really good. Yeah. I have to say absolutely incredible EP. Those guys are so talented vocally, instrumentally, everything about it just meshes in a way that when you hear it, you understand why it's so good. It's kind of like um, walk the moon and stuff like that. I would say where, it's very infectious and dancey and just such a fun time. Yeah. But it also has like a, it's got character, more of a pop punk yeah. thing to it too. Like, it's almost like, yeah, I, I hear walk the moon, but I also hear fall boy, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and I think I, I explained this before when we, when we had this on our show was it's kind of like what you wish follow boy was doing now. Yeah. Instead of what Fall Out Boy is doing now, you know? It's still poppier than old Fall Out Boy, but it's not as out of left field. Right. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, great band. A shout out to Open Your Ears Records. Uh, one of the best, absolutely best, um, smaller independent emerging record labels. So check out their bands as well. They got so many good ones. Oh yeah. Ready for my number eight? All right. So uh, three song EP but there's really only two songs on it because one song is an interlude. (laughs) Um, And the fact that this band was able to get into my top 10 at number eight with only two songs on an EP should 
speak for itself. Uh, it's the new EP, The Sun Sleeps As If It Never Was by Invent Animate. This thing's an mm-hmm. absolutely incredible record. Both of the actual tracks on it are phenomenal, as Invent Animate always is and pulls through. Um, super, super catchy choruses, really fun riffs, everything you want from progressive metalcore. There's nothing more I can say. It's just a great time. The only reason it's here is because it's not longer, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a really interesting thing that we we don't, we wouldn't really talk about that when we're talking about a full-length record, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you know, obviously, like, if somebody puts out a really, really long record that's really, really good, then maybe you give them an extra point or something. Yeah. But like an EP, really the length is important. Mm-hmm. You know, like if somebody put it, puts out an incredible seven song EP versus a two or three song EP, that definitely will change where they're ranked. It yep. just will. Yeah. And there's no question. I literally can't find a fault with this EP, except that every time I listen to it, I want more from it. Like just one more song. And you'll get me out of there feeling so much happier. Yeah. And, and this is also like this, it's cool that the, the album is like two songs and each one is named mm-hmm. uh, a part of the title, Yeah, you know, yeah. the sun sleeps. Uh, um, I think it's like, is it comma? I didn't put yeah, the comma, comma. Um, as it never was. And those are the names of the two uh, songs. It's a yep. super cool conceptual idea as well for a two song EP, which mm-hmm. you'd think like, okay, like, you know, is it, is it really an EP if it's two songs or is it a single, Yeah, you know, like a, like a seven inch that's, but that's a I debate mean, for another time. Inch, so, oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's cool. 10 inches and, are rare. You don't see them that much because 10 inches are actually more expensive to press than 12 inches. Zombie so. two is a 10 inch as well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, they're, they're rare. Drift was a 10 inch. Oh, so many, so many. I remember when we did the short songs record on hopeless, mm-hmm. Um, it was the first time Hopeless had ever pressed a 10 inch. Yeah. And they've been a late label since the nineties and we were the first one in like 2012. Super random. Mm, that's fun though. There you go. There you go. Little, uh, little punk label trivia for you. Also, um, um it's not, all right. You jumping in. Uh, yep. uh, this album isn't my album art of the year, but I do want to shout out how fucking amazing the album art is on this. This was like my number two or three, like, I love the art on this. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. My number seven uh, is another smaller band, kind of like house parties, except they don't sound like house parties at all. Uh, it's the new EP, uh, Shalor by Coliseums. Cool. Again, a band I, I really don't think I know anything about. So that's uh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. So this record is really fun. They're a band from the UK. Uh, it's a metalcore EP, four songs, really, really similar to bands like Varsity, where they have kind of the R&B elements being brought in, but I think it's a little bit heavier than that. It's almost like if you took Shrezzers and mixed it with, I want to say like an Ocean's 8 Alaska, there's also tints of like Galleons in there. I know I was super big on that record this year. It's just very, very fresh. They really, really go hard into the hip-hop elements, and it's just a really cool, unique dynamic, and they did it exceptionally well i really want this band to produce a full length next year and i hope they do uh because i'm really high on them every song and this is an absolute banger yeah uh brand new band uh 1300 month listeners on spotify 
So um, there's Mike's number seven, Coliseums. Check them out. And yes, the spelling is mm-hmm. a little funky, but uh, it's a hard word to spell. Yeah. But it is good. Well, without further ado, um, you know what's coming. I know what's coming. It is the new EP, Eat from Poppy. The reason that I wasn't sure where to put this is because it's such it a strange release. Um, people know Poppy from, you know, some of her early stuff was more, pardon the pun, Poppy. This is not. This is like aggressive, screaming, metal, um, technical at times, very raw, but very creative. And I really felt like this needed to be on my list. Um, is it EP of the year? Probably not, but does it deserve a mention for creativity? Um, and have I gone back and discovered it a couple mm-hmm. times? Yes, I have. So, um, cause it came out in the middle of the year and it's still on, under, yep. on my radar. So I think this is a, a really terrific release. And this was the EP that she did for WWE NXT as well. Right. Yes. Which is also cool and unique and weird, just like her entire career. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. hundred percent. Um, yeah. So that's Poppy at number seven. Um, number six, uh, it's another band that we have mentioned a lot on the show. Big fans of them over here and a band that has picked up a lot of heat despite being still unsigned. This is Massachusetts own driveways. Oh yeah. With their EP skeptic. And I don't know what else I can say about this band, except they're absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, they're doing it for the love of music and nothing more. And you can hear it. You can hear just, just the passion yep. all over this thing. It's uh, it's really, really incredible EP. Yeah. I love this EP. Uh, super, super fun. Super well written. Uh, this band hasn't missed yet and I don't expect them to. No. And people are saying in the chat, we guested them uh, on Twitch. Them. That's true. They did come on when we did one of our locals only. Yep. Um, I, I kind of at the time thought, oh, maybe they're a little bit too big, you know, a band, nah. but no, they're like, they're still unsigned. They're doing it themselves. They are completely still a local band, um, despite having quite a bit of hype, but mm-hmm. very deservedly so. And, uh, the chat is blowing up right now. Uh, welcome everybody in the chat, by the way. Um, say hello to us, please. And, uh, let us know what you think of our, our picks. Yeah. And, uh, they, they love driveways. I was super surprised when you got driveways on. I was very, very happy if you recall. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool band. Really, really cool band. All right. Ready for my number six? I sure am, Mike. So a band kind of coming back from what's been looked at as one of the most questionable decisions in pop punk in recent days uh, and actually showing that they've still got it. Uh, my number six is Torn in Two by Real Friends. Yeah, this, um, w- what's what's the news? There's there's new, what are you talking about? So when they, or when Dan Campbell left the band. Yes. And then uh, getting the new singer from Youth Fountain, everybody was like, oh, this isn't going to work. He's a great singer, but it's just not going to match stylistically with the band. All this stuff. Right. Um, a bunch of people real sad that Dan left as well. And... Real Friends as a whole kind of came out and showed everybody what's up. This EP is a banger straight through. Um, I'm just 
when I listen to this for EP contention, I just listen to the five songs as they're intended to be listened to, not the reimagined versions. But even those reimagined versions are a lot of fun. The acoustics and full band for the already acoustic songs. Yep. And I don't know, there's something about this band and these songs. They're just magical. They get you. They understand what it's like to be sad and emotional. And yeah, they're just there with you through it. It's a lot of fun. Like Nervous Rex, probably one of my favorite songs this year. And one I've played yeah. over and over again. It's such a good time. Um, I agree with everything you said, Mike. Um, this is This is a band that, in my opinion, never missed mm-hmm. with Dan. Um, I loved everything they did. I didn't think they were going to be able to come back. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be the same. Um, and this EP shows that not only are they back, they might be on the path to putting up the best record of their career. Mm-hmm. And if next week you're not talking about a 2022 potential Real Friends album... You should be, Mike. That's uh, oh, it's on the list. Don't that worry. is uh, that is a band that is going to be very, very interesting to see what they put together. Um, if this EP was getting something out of their system, and they're going to go in a different path, or if this is right where they're going to be, yeah. Um, either, either way, they've showed they they can they can pull it off. So either way, I'm here for uh, it. Yeah, so. it's very exciting. Yeah, and and don't miss, don't forget uh, Dan's new band Rationale too. Um, oh yeah, which is. Um, not on my list, but is an honorable mention. Yep. Um, Same here. I had on, on mine as well. So yep. there you go. This is, this is crazy. Again, once again, we're halfway through the list. Not one repeat. <laughs> How did we do this? Uh, uh, yeah, we, d- we don't talk to each other. We don't, but we are going to get into the top five. I feel like we're going to get some repeats now. Right now. Uh, I think there's, I think there's going to be, there's two in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like if there, there's two, maybe th- actually maybe four, there's between two and four that I know you fucking have got to have in the, oh, yeah. in the top five. I'm pretty sure one of them I'm about don't. to say. Um, okay. Well, I'm ready for it. Number, uh, number five. So number five, uh, absolute banger band. Everybody knows that this was going to be on my EP of the year list because I am in love with this band. I don't think they've ever put out a bad song. I want an album next year so bad. I just want to know what happens when I'm dead by hot milk. Oh, okay. Okay. This EP, every song is just so good. They came out with the singles. I think I hate myself and I just want to know what happens when I'm dead. And I'm like, man, this is going to be like a sad, melancholic EP all the time. And then they hit me with split personality and I'm like, okay, this is kind of a fun bouncy banger. And then they hit me with the good life and that's like fun, happy pop punk. And I don't know, this record just has a little bit of everything really displays what makes the band so incredible and unique from a lot of other pop punk bands out there right now. I honestly think this is going to be the next pop punk band to blow up in the same way that Stan Atlantic kind of did last year, not to compare the two, mm-hmm. but they are a little similar. And I don't know, this band is just taking off in all the right ways. Yeah. A completely different band uh, from a lot out there, you know, they're a duo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll tell you though, you just, you listen to CP, every single chorus, you're just like, it's so, it's so catchy. catchy. What? Like this is, this could be 
this is like a world-class pop chorus mm-hmm. in every single song. And I got to say, not this might be CP. my first. Every song not, they've no, ever done. Not, yeah. But honestly, I think this is my first fuck up. I do not have them on my list. And I do not have them as an honorable mention. Not Damn. because, because I forgot. I forgot mm-hmm. the record. I forgot the record. And it happens. Yep. But yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I fucked up. I think I was listening to a lot of um, aborted that week. I Your, think aborted came, and then the next, <laughs> and then like the, the next week, week we had like Spirit Box, and that week, and then the next week we yeah. had Sleep Token, and that week, yep. and a lot of crap got lost in September. Yep, exactly. Well, there you go. Um, number five, Hot Milk. Um, is it time for my number five? Yeah, it is time for number five. Wow. Okay. Um, my number five. This is, I don't know if we talked about this record, Mike, or if you are familiar with this record. Mm -hmm. This is a band I've loved a long time. Uh, They've been kind of gone. And it's funny. The only reason I really know about this band, I saw them randomly play in Toronto once Mm -hmm. and just really liked them and started listening to them. This is uh, the band Gates with their EP Here and Now. Uh, are you familiar, Mike? Yeah, you've talked about them a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of in passing. I think you meant you did mention this on the show, just kind of like, "Hey, there's this cool band Gates that dropped an EP last week or something like that." And I went and checked it out. Is this a good release? Yeah, it's it's great, great band. They, they, they kind of do fall under the radar, but they have a cult following. Um, they're a little bit hard to describe. Like, it'd be easy enough just to say they're kind of like a emo band mm-hmm. um but they have a lot of kind of layers and a lot of character to them um if, if you're a fan of if you're a fan of like maybe brand new and you you don't want to listen to them anymore like me yep. uh gates gates might be a, a good band to get into um but that's selling them short too for all they do but um mm-hmm. yeah just a great record maybe their best and um uh but their best release as, as an ep so check it out Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, now it's my turn for number four. And this is one that I think has to be on both of our lists. This was a game changer when this came out this year. Mm -hmm. Everybody was talking about it. Um, It's ridiculous. It's disgusting. This is the EP. And I returned to nothingness by Lorna Shore. I'm sure it's coming on your list, Mike. I'd be shocked if it isn't. Um, it might be. It is just, it is so intense. I mean, if it wasn't for another certain band that released maybe a better, a better heavy EP, arguably this year, um, this would be continuing to probably make waves. But mm-hmm. the reason I have this at number four and not at maybe number two it's a little bit shorter. It's three songs. Still 18 minutes. <laughs> it, it is. It is still pretty long. Yeah. I think each song is like six minutes. Um, I thought that the first single, uh, uh to the, into the hellfire, mm-hmm. that song is the best song on there by far as well. Yep. Um, so that's why it's number four. But if you are looking for something, um, if you somehow missed this this year and you're a heavy music fan, you're going to want to get on this immediately. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about it more later. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, well, let's um let's get into your number four, Mike. Uh so my number four, uh 
another small band that I've just kind of found and fallen in love with, um, mainly because of the feature on the first single that they dropped, being Joel from Being as an Ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, super cool small band out of Wolfsburg in Germany. Uh, Letter Sent Home with their EP, Misery Loves Company. Okay. I have absolutely fallen in love with this band. Every song that they've got is just super catchy, and I'm just going to do a quick rundown on the EP. They've got Misery Loves Company, which is like really cool metalcore song with awesome clean choruses and Joel screaming, and it's just such a good time. And they've got Anxiety, which has a feature from Linda of Half-Lives, who we all love on this show as well. Oh, yeah. And that's just a super catchy kind of poppy metal banger. Then they've got Waves, which is this weird like metalcore alternative dark wave kind of song. And then We're Not Gonna Die rounds out the album, and it's just another fun track that kind of takes elements of a little bit of all three. This record's just great. They've got a way of using metaphor and at times bluntness even to describe anxiety, depression, all these feelings that we have in a really, really elegant way that matches what's going on stylistically. When they're kind of calm, they use a lot of beautiful metaphor. And when it's kind of going, it's very blunt and very at you. And I really like that kind of matching the music stylistically with what's going on lyrically. Yeah, It's very, very well done, and I can't recommend this EP enough. This is kind of one of my bands to look out for next year as well. Cool. Letters Sent Home. Yeah, this this was one I don't know if I listened to this. Mm-hmm. I, I think I missed this one. So for it to be above Hot Milk Real Friends well, um, Creeper on your list, that's... Um, so what happened, the last song came out on the 17th of December, and... They didn't, like, I announced that it was a single coming out. Mm. I didn't know that the EP was going to be done, because that's kind of how they've been doing it. They're just like, single, single, single. Okay, the EP's done. (laughs) And, okay. Which, I mean, it's a fine way to do it, I guess, but would have talked much more in depth about this band that, that week had that been the case. But really awesome band. Check them out. Okay. And Um, and number three. My number three, we've already talked about it. I absolutely love these guys. Pat is a good friend of mine. After doing Locals Only, it's Driveways. Oh, wow. With Skeptic. I love this EP. Wow. All the way up at the three spot. That's very exciting. Uh, This has probably been one of my favorite pop punk releases this year. Uh, It's been in my head ever since it came out in October. Obsession and Skeptic, Sea and Storm, Telescope, UFOs in the Sky, all these songs are great. They all add something different to the EP and are different stylistically. They're all super, super catchy. I love this band. I think everybody can get behind them. They are a beacon of light in the easy core slash a day to remember style of music that's kind of been missing for a little bit. Uh, they're just unbelievably good. I love the writing style. Yeah. Um, I mean, congratulations to this band. I mean, to be this high on Mike's list, uh, the guy that listens to more music than uh, anybody pretty much uh, is pretty cool for this band. And that goes to show, like I said earlier, just how good, uh, just how good this band really is. So mm-hmm. that is, uh, that is super exciting. Time for my number three. Um, oh yeah. So this is a, this is a release. I think that I, I was a little under the radar for me when it came out, I don't really know why mm-hmm. it's kind of something that I've been listening to more in the last few months. 
Uh, band has a tremendous amount of hype. They're getting on a lot of tours. Um, this is the new EP, Model Citizen from Meet Me at the Altar. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of hype. A lot of people are excited about this band, and rightfully so. They they kind of bring a fresh sound to a, a genre that in some sometimes can feel a little stale. Um, obviously, the female vocals, um, the technical guitar playing, mm-hmm. I really like. And as a whole, I think the CP is as good as anything that came out this year, uh, really, in the, in the genre, whether you're talking about an EP or a full length. So um, for me, that's, that's, uh, that's why it's there at number three. Yeah, the CP is really fun. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Some other records I connected more personally with, but I still think this is a great EP, super well written. Uh, super happy for these guys and all the success that they're seeing uh, kind of coming in right out the gate real fast. Yeah, 100,000%. Um, wow, that's more than we've ever had on the show. <laughs> all right, well, uh, my number two now. Okay, um, well, this band should need no introduction if you listen to the new noise because we talk about them all the time, because they are prolific. Sleep token. (laughs) They're not that, not way more prolific than that. This is the project of Johnny Frank called Bill Murray, B-I-L-M-U-R-I, with the release 400 pound back squat in all caps. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's it's a long EP. It's probably seven seven songs is the format. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in between an EP or a full length, but um, I'm going to call it an EP. And what else to say? I mean, he 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 never misses. Continues to evolve. Continues to experiment. And I don't know if this is his best uh, release, but it's it's up there. Yeah, I really like this EP a lot. Um, this was one that was kind of hard for me deciding on where it was going to go. Sure. And it ended up in my honorable mentions. It's yeah. not in this top two. Um, I really like this EP. It's just how it ended up kind of sitting for me is this one didn't grab me as much as the last two or three. It's still really, really good, but it didn't grab me in a way that I've come to expect from Bill Murray's records. And Interesting. I've tried a couple times, like re-listening, and it's still very fun. I've got a couple songs in the gym playlist because this one's got a bunch of like lifting titles, and I like to meme, and that's just how I be. But I don't know, just I don't feel the need to come back to it like these other EPs, right? If that makes sense. It's still a great release. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think you know, Wet Milk was the first one I heard. Mm-hmm. I think, or maybe Rich Sips. It was, it was in that. No, it was, it was, it was definitely Wet Milk. I yeah. think. Yeah. And that like blew my mind, but I felt this one again like that. Mm. So I, I mean, Iggy Pocket was good too. Yeah. Um, last year I think, but I, I don't know. There's something about this new one that did strike a chord with me, mm-hmm. and I, I think is great, which is why it's, uh, it's number two on my list. And someone in the chat says they're it's their number one EP of the year. Hell yeah. So um, it's pretty uh, pretty big. Hell yeah. Ready to get in my number two and number one? I sure am. All right, number two, uh, we already talked about it a little bit, Lorna Shore and I Return to Nothingness. This EP is heavy. It is a masterpiece of production in very different ways than my other favorite produced records this year, like Era and Sleep Token. 
the absolute crispness that is present in this cacophony of noise is just immaculate and so well done. And everything feels like it fits right where it needs to be. This band, honestly, like, no, people are still going to be talking about this EP in a couple of years. It's that good. It's that fun. It's that fresh. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something I had to play for people. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that doesn't happen all that often, yeah. you know, like, like when you're, you, a record will come out, song will come out and you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta fucking play this for somebody. Like, you mm-hmm. like, yo, yo, you gotta hear this shit. Like get in my car. Cause we're listening to this. It's the first time it's happened for me since sundowning came out. So I was pretty excited about that. Yeah. I, and, um, and, and it truly is worthy of the two spot, um, you know, it's probably honestly in more, just my tastes are mm-hmm. different from yours. So it's, it's a little bit down on my list. Yeah. I typically lean a bit um, heavier than you. So yeah. Yeah. You're a death core baby. Yep. Um, this might be what you were talking about. Yeah, there it is. There's my death core record in top 10. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Finally. We got one. Of them. Um, you, you want, you want me to do my number one or do you want to do your number one? I'm pretty one sure we first? got the same number one chain. I think so. I would be very surprised if you've left this record, my number one off. Um, so, um, I'm just going to say it, a tear in the fabric of life by knock loose. Boom, boom. There it is. This EP is a monster. We did, we did not discuss this beforehand, but knocked loose released the best EP of the year. Yep. Hands down. Arguably the best release of the year. I wouldn't go that far. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, to be, to be fair, you had, this is the only thing we had both at number one. We had different number ones on our, on our albums of the years. Um, this is an incredible, mm-hmm. incredible piece of, of work of art, a statement yep. that a, in my opinion, the band needed to make. They really did. And they did it. I was worried about this band getting stale after a different shade of blue. And they must have heard me talking shit. (laughs) And they came out and wrote what I think is their best release, bar none. Yeah, the fuck yeah it is. It's it's not even close. Like, this is incredible. Uh, I've always been a huge Knock Loose supporter. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought Laugh Tracks was great. Yep. Um, I, I love the band. They're, you know, they're just so young mm-hmm. with these, taking these old, old hardcore. Getting on these buck wild weird tours. Yeah. They just, they were just out there doing it. Mm-hmm. And like, like they were part, it was interesting too. They, and they are interesting because they're kind of like part of the cool club. Yeah. You know, like they're a really cool band. But that's not because of the band members. Mm-hmm. The band members are just nerds from Kentucky, like yeah. that love metal, like old metalcore, like Victory Records metalcore and hardcore, and they're thrown into this, you know, this popularity. Mm-hmm. And you know, I remember seeing them play uh, one of those festivals in Europe, and just thinking to myself, like. You know, they're on like the club stage mm-hmm. and it's like echoey and like doesn't sound very good. And it's like, that doesn't matter though. <laughs> it doesn't matter. People are losing their minds, but I'm just thinking to myself, like this band is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And like they're playing VFW hall music in, you know, venue, like they're in venues that, that are 
have no business playing. Like this kind of music doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they did it. They, they literally just did it. They said, okay, this is who we are now. This is like, we're grown. They grew into their fan base. They grew into, um, mm-hmm. you know, the maturity that they, that they've faced. And it's incredible to see, um, conceptually, this is amazing. It's got the story behind it and everything is yep. incredible. We haven't even talked about that and it just absolutely rips. And, um, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of the band and it's just the coolest thing. The coolest story of 2021 Same here. is knocked loose. Yeah. I think that the story behind this is incredible. The writing and thematic all the way through, it's just great. And how it kind of calls back to itself throughout the release. It's, so much fun. And I mean, yeah, they've come a long way from our far floof, Brett, in all yeah. the best ways, thankfully. I know this, and like the cool thing, you're talking about how they're like playing these big shows now and stuff like that too. They still know how to play the small shows. Like, oh yeah. I saw these guys oh, yeah, no. right before the pandemic, actually, in a 150 cap room. And that was the scariest experience of my life, but it was just beautiful, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I wish I could have seen this EP though. I can't wait to see these songs live. It's going to be absolutely incredible. I think this is such a turn of face for the band. I think that they have really come into their own here and yep. kind of taken a look at themselves and said, okay, what has kind of happened with hardcore over the last few years is bands kind of find their sound and they stick with it and they keep making the same kind of music and they don't really grow. And they kind of took that and said, okay, we're going to conceptualize it. We're going to make sure that everything about this fits together just as well as like a progressive metalcore record. And it's just going to work and fit. And I think that's one of the most impressive things about this is they take it. They've taken a genre that I typically don't like very much and made it super fresh, super great sounding and just done it super well. I can't complain about this record. It's so good. Exactly. And I'll throw up the list uh, one more time there so people can see what we've chosen. Um, we'll do a quick recap. We'll get into some, mm-hmm. we'll take a break. We'll get into some honorable mentions and then some other fun stuff. Um, last time I read Mike's list and he read mine. This time we're going to read our own lists. All right. So uh, go ahead, Mike. All right. So. Of course you say, go ahead, Rise. I'm about to have big soda. Okay. Now I'll go first. Fine. <laughs> Number 10 on my list is the Devil Wars Prada with their EP Zombie 2. Number nine, Aaron Gillespie going country with stick figure cowboy. Number eight, the very, very small, very underrated Wild Truth with, with Drift. Number seven, Poppy with Eat which is a soundtrack and a crazy release you need to listen to. Number six, one of our favorites, Driveways with Skeptic. Number five, Gates with their EP Here and Now. Number four, Lorna Shore and I Return to Nothingness. Number three, Meet Me at the Altar with Model Citizen. Number two, Bill Murray with 400 Pound Back Squat. And my number one EP of the year and Mike's is knocked loose, a tear in the life. Oh, I almost had it. I was nine for nine. So close. A tear in the fabric of life. 
And since Shane said mine, I'm going to go from one to ten. Oh. Uh, number one, knocked loose a tear in the fabric of life. Uh, my number two, Lauren Shore and I return to nothingness with the most brutal pig squeals I've ever heard in my goddamn <laughs> life. I don't even know if they're like pig squeals at that point. It's almost like death thralls, right? Like it's it's nasty. It's, it sounds like it just sounds. Yeah, it sounds like you're in a barn mutilating a pig. Yeah, in uh, the best way possible. Number three, driveways with skeptic. My good good fall boys. Uh, number four, letters sent home with doing some super fun, innovative stuff. Uh, number five, hot milk with the catchiest bangers on both sides of the pond. Uh, number six, real friends torn in two. Good, good Chicago boys. Uh, number seven, Coliseums with Shalor from the UK, making some fun R&B metalcore. Number eight, invent animate. The sun sleeps, comma, as if it never was. Uh, absolutely brilliant progressive metalcore. Number nine, house parties with tiny brooms. Some super fun pop punk coming out of Texas. And I went and checked number 10, Creeper American Noir with the same spot on my EPs list as they were on my albums list last year. <laughs> That's right. You had them at number 10. I had them at number one. It is interesting. Um, and welcome Young Gun to the chat. Nice to see you, buddy. What's up, Colt, Cole? AKA Young Gun. Love him. Um, it's kind of, he's, he, you know, he pointed out that there's three overlaps. Yeah. And it's funny that it's your top three. Yeah. It, your top three is is scattered uh, scattered amongst my top ten, which is quite interesting. Mm -hmm. That that I mean, I guess if you're gonna check out three records uh, from these lists, go with Mike's top three because they are the ones on on both of our lists. Thank you. I did the same with my number one last last week, so it'd be like that. Yep, there it is. Screen cap it, everybody. Okay, I'm I'm taking it down. Go on. Uh, we are going to take a quick little break, and uh, we are going to get to honorable mentions uh, and some other shit right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, we do these lists and people were like, what the hell, where are these, all these records? And then, um, we get into the honorable mentions and then they're covered. Yeah. Um, how many you got, Mike? I just got five in here. Uh, we already talked about two of them. Okay. Uh, with the Devil Wears Prada and Bill Murray. Oh, sorry. Three. And Aaron Gillespie for me. So. Okay, cool. Um, um I'll, I'll go first then. Cause cool. I have, I have a few more. Um, I had, I also had Creeper. Hell Yeah. Uh, and I had real friends. I also had rationale. I had both of them because I think they're both really, it, I think it's really cool that from the ashes of one project mm -hmm. two can form. Yeah. You know, I think that's really cool. And rationale is, is Dan from real friends, uh, of new band. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe Joe from knuckle puck is also in, in it. Yep. It's really cool. And somebody from home safe too. I remember yes. correctly. Yes, exactly. Um, so I just have two otherwise. I have the EP. I don't have the title right in front of me. I forget what it's called. 
Uh, from the band Action Adventure. Yeah, so... Uh, Action slash Adventure. This is a really, really cool release. Um, anybody that likes pop punk... That's called Pulling Focus. Yes. Yeah. You're going to want to get on this band if you've, if you've missed them. Super fun. This, I believe, is a seventh song, a fairly long EP, and it's just chock full of, of bangers. It's great. Mm-hmm. I was able to actually pull two more honorable mentions that I want to talk about. Um because these are kind of solo projects, I just want to talk about them in the same little run real quick. Uh, Frontal Lobe Submission by Landon Tours and Night Therapy 1 by Hurtwave. Mm-hmm. Great EPs, super fun stylistically, very different from uh, what the artists are doing from their normal bands, be it uh, Hurtwave, which is Rory from Dayseeker doing some synthwave stuff, which is very cool, or Landon doing kind of dark hip-hop, whatever the hell he's, you want to call that. Uh, there than the plot in you, which honestly the plot in you is getting a little bit closer to land and solo stuff, but right. um, it's still two banger EPs that everybody needs to check out. Right. There you go. And somebody in the chat also said action adventure was, uh, was there. So I'm not too, oh, yeah. I'm not too far out. And the last thing I have here uh, is the split EP <laughs> from if I die first and CU space cowboy. Um, a lot of people were talking about the CU space cowboy Full length. Mm-hmm. It was on a lot of lit, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of end of the year lists. Yep. Um, however, I really like the split EP that they that they did. I think some of those songs are, are resonating with me, maybe a little bit more. Yep. Super. And fun. And if I die first is a great band too, and I, I love this. Just that this, um, yeah, that this this kind of it's throwbacky in a way that things should be throwbacky. Yep. I really I really like that about it. It's just fresh polish, a little bit of butter basting instead of just tossing the steak in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Refined techniques. So. <laughs> um, so I got three more. You're talking to the guy who hasn't had his steak in 22 years. You know but, what I uh, mean though. <laughs> I do know what you mean. Uh, so I got three more then. Um, okay. We talked about Creeper. We got to talk about Salem. With Salem too. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think this is as good as the first Salem EP, but this one's still an absolute banger. I love this EP. It's a great time. Salem is, I think, the epitome of what a side project should be, where it's still kind of in the same vein as what Will Gold is doing with Creeper. It's still a variation of punk, but it's really, really throwback to kind of like classic 80s punk, 90s punk that came out of the UK. Mm-hmm. And it's just so fun and has really given me appreciation for that style of music. Like, I'm going to be fully honest, I'd never gotten into the Sex Pistols and stuff like that until I listened to Salem, and I'm like, is this what the Sex Pistols sounds like? (laughs) And I went back and I listened to the Sex Pistols, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is kind of close. I actually kind of enjoy this. Like, I only knew Anarchy in the UK from Guitar Hero. But, like, it's good stuff. we need somebody needs to make Mike a punk playlist or something like yeah like punk one hundred one for punk, Mike though like <laughs> because of Riot Fest and stuff like that I'm pretty versed from like two thousand beyond but like anything <laughs> yeah, before no, no, no. that I need a little help no we got to start we got to go we got to go way back we, we got to start yeah with like you know the Clash and and I love Cheap Trick okay that's not really punk but oh. <laughs> it's I mean adjacent it's, uh, yeah. Davies double neck guitars. That's not punk rock at all. Oh, okay. But anyway, we uh, we'll, we'll get you there, Mike. Um, we'll figure it out. Um, yes, we will. We're gonna have to take like the problem is there's too much new music coming out. There is for you to have time 
to do a deep dive, but we'll, we'll, we're going to get you hey, there. We'll do like a bonus um, episode, Mike's deep dive on punk after like, ex- I'll go into the hyperbolic time chamber and listen to punk for <laughs> 12 years within the span of five minutes or something like that. Some anime stuff, Dragon Ball Z. No, and- I, I think what we need to do is we need to enlist the punk fans that listen to this show. And I do like, there were people that, that hit me up being like, where's face to face on your end of your list. You know, like there were, are these people and we need to say, okay, we're going to make like submit the quintessential mm-hmm. punk rock songs of all time. We're going to make Mike a playlist and they're going to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, I would love that. Shane, Shane gets to teach Mike about music for a change. So uh, yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it on a, maybe a slow week. Uh, it would be perfect next week, but there's too much going on. Or maybe we'll do like w- one song a week or something like that. Like you'll just oh. be like, all right, Mike, your song this week is, I don't know, Linoleum by NoFX. And I'll go listen to <laughs> Linoleum by NoFX a couple of times and we'll come back and talk about it. I don't know. Could be fun. Okay. We'll figure yeah, it out. I, I, love, I love this idea. Um, regardless, yeah, go ahead. Opposite end of the spectrum from punk though. Two other EPs that I feel like absolutely need talked about from this year. Okay. Uh, my good, heavy, genty metalcore, deathcore, whatever you want to call them boys in reflections, this three song EP absolute banger throughout. Honestly, it's not in my top 10 because there's no room. That's the only reason. Uh, I love this EP super heavy, super fun. Um, if Lorna Shore wasn't in there, they would have been the heavy release in there, most likely. Uh, the other one I wanted to talk about, coming back from a super long retirement, Structures, with mm. their EP, None of the Above. I was super excited that this band was back. It was one of those bands that um, you always kind of saw on the metalcore tours and things like that. And I don't know, I was a young, dumb kid and I didn't get it. And now... In like 2019 and 2020, I was looking back and wishing I had enjoyed it more. So I'm very happy that Structures is back and making new music. And I absolutely love the CP. Uh, it's super solid. And if you didn't know that Structures was back, Structures is back. So go have a time. They're back. They are back. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Any Anyone else in the chat that wants to bring up um, any EPs before we get into the next thing mm-hmm. um speak now or forever hold your peace i think we did a pretty good job of covering it honest honestly yeah. um the fact that nobody is screaming at us in the chat um is is pretty good so i guess we'll see if anybody says anything in the next minute or so while i set this up so we are gonna going to talk um we have a few categories here um just some some interesting you know different things about 2021 it was a great year for music Mm-hmm. A lot of great things happen. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different categories. Yep. Um, that we've come up with. And we're just gonna pick our one thing each uh from it. Just one. This is don't worry, we don't have a top ten for each uh each thing here. This is just There's a couple things I'm hoping you picked one so I can still talk about it though. <laughs> and I I picked the one that I didn't think you were gonna pick. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, we're going to start with we're go, we're getting controversial right away. Yep. The first category is most disappointing album. Okay. Of the year. All right. Do you have one, Mike? I have two, but I think one is so obvious it doesn't need to be said. 
I have two as well. Okay. I know we said only one each, but I've got one I'd like. I'd got one in an honorable mention, okay? Okay. Um, so the main one that I was thinking about, because I kind of know the ever the one everybody thinks is the most disappointing record of the year. I kind of knew that was going to suck. So like, is it really <laughs> disappointing if you know something's going to be bad and then like, oh, it was more bad than I thought, but it was still bad, right? Um, the record I... Th- think is my most disappointing this year is one that mm-hmm. I was really, really excited for. And it let me down hard. Um, I just couldn't get into this record at all. I was really sad about it because I love this band. I love the album artwork. I got the deluxe art book with the LP that I ordered. And wow. I just haven't been able to get in this album for the absolute life in me. And I'm I think I don't even know this album well enough that I'm looking at it and the album name feels wrong. So I'm looking it up. It, I did have it wrong on my typed out sheet. Um, it's the new wow. record Hushed and Grim by Mastodon. This one just didn't oh. catch me whatsoever. And I was sad about it. I tried. I listened to this album like two times on Spotify, once in the car. I spun the record like two or three times and man, I just, I couldn't get it. And I wanted to love it. You know, it's funny, Mike, I felt the same way yeah. and I kind of knew it right from the singles. Mm-hmm. Like the singles came out and I was like, this doesn't seem like the same Mastodon. Cause they're a band that really, they really never miss, Mm-mm. you know? And, and, um, I, I, don't think I gave the record much of a chance. I think I listened to it literally once. Dude, I, I um, And I think it was one of those ones where like, you know, usually we have our top five and we'll talk about the number one and mm-hmm. a couple others. Like this one, I think we just avoided it. Yeah, <laughs> we, we really did. Even, yeah, we didn't like, even mention it. Like I specifically, because so, I'll take like the top five list and on my show notes and I copy it over to the next week and I'm like, okay, so whatever Shane wants to talk about, well, I just have my show notes there. I don't even think I put Mastodon on there. I just left it off because I'm like, I don't even think Shane wants to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this. If Shane brings it up. I'm just going to avoid the subject myself. So I think I was, wasn't very sure about the singles even before I heard the record. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have, so my, my most disappointing album, um, well the, the album I want to bring up, I'm not a huge fan of this band anyway, mm-hmm. but I know I'm speaking for a lot of people. So I'm going to bring this record up. And I thought maybe this would be my time to enjoy this band. Uh, this is the new record, Bodies from AFI. Uh, I think I think that that was a very very poor record. That record's um, garbage. In in uh, in the production, in the songs, in the rollout, like how, how did they didn't they release like eight singles or something too? Yeah. Um, for this record and, and to me, to me, uh, I thought it was a, one of the worst, uh, records of the year, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but my personal most disappointing album, uh, is 100% solar power from Lord. I thought it was going to be this Lord, Lord released, uh, one of my favorite albums of all time, mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago. And I was really excited for for her new album, and uh, sadly, uh, it's Lord for me. Yeah, and I can't offer any consolation on the Lord record, but on the AFI record, at least we know that 
Black Audio is currently bodying AFI as far as Davy Havoc projects go. Yeah, like, I mean you've you've said that you prefer Black Audio over AFI, I've, and like at this point, you're probably right. I've always preferred Black, like from the time that I discovered Black Audio and knew that it was like Davy Havoc's project, I've loved it more than I've loved AFI. AFI's got a couple songs, I think like one or two albums that I really enjoy, but they've just never been it for me. Black Audio slaps all the way through. It's not going to be game-changing or album of the year quality or anything like that, but I always have a fun time when I listen to those records. Yeah. Yeah, and someone brings up Extremist. That was... I completely forgot about that project. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, um, also, our next... Also, I did remember. Yeah. <laughs> well... I believe that was the unsaid thing you said. Yeah. Uh, all right. I was coughing. Next what are you up, talking about? Next up, best album art. Oh, yeah. I'd like to go first. Do it. Lord, solar power. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not all bad. Um, I don't know if anyone has seen this album it's cover. It's something. It is something. It is quite inappropriate. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why I'm saying it. Just to redeem the very, very not great Lord album. Oh yeah. Oh, that artwork. There you go. Ready for my album artwork of the year? I am very ready, Mike. So this is the album artwork that really just spoke to me the most. Um, it's simple in all the right ways, recognizable mm. in all the right ways. And I think perfectly captures thematically and stylistically what this band wanted to do with this record. Uh, this kind of goes beyond the album artwork and goes into the other artwork that's contained in the LP. It's probably one of my favorite packaged records so far this year. All the variants match the artwork beautifully. Mm -hmm. And it's the album artwork from Change of Plans by Can't Swim. Oh, yeah. Um, so solid. Great pick. I, I want to pull this one up here. Um but yeah, it is, it is cool. It, it's, it also doesn't look like the music they play, which I, I always kind of like that. Not at all. If you told me this was Lorna Shore's new EP album art, I'd have been like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. No, but like 100%. No, I love this. The work, it, it just fits so well. It's great. 100%. Okay. Uh, we're going to move on to the next category. This is the best collab. Cool. Uh, what do you think? There's a lot. Yep. I mean, you could say it's the year of the collab. I mean, it's pretty much just mm -hmm. been a thing more and more um, in the last few years is like a record with no features on it is rare. Yep. So I had two that I kind of wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, one of them is a feature, my favorite feature from the year. And the other is best new collaborative project. Um, so the first one, I'm going to talk about the feature. Uh, my favorite feature this year was Shaman featuring on These Black Claws by Vola. Bringing hip-hop and R&B into progressive metal. If you had told me before I heard this song somebody was going to do it, I would have screamed and said <laughs> no and started crying and told you never, ever do that in your life. But these guys pulled it off. It is dark. It fits so well into this record. I honestly think without this feature, this record falls out of my top 10 this year. Wow. Because it's wow that crazy cool and innovative. And I think just adds so much to the record. It's 
it's brilliantly done. And I don't think, I think it's going to be so hard to replicate anything like that in progressive metal ever again. And that's kind of why I picked it. Uh, the other one I wanted to do is best collaborative project as a whole. And we've got to talk about Termina. Yeah. Which is Andy Sizik from Macari Monuments, Termina, all this crazy stuff. And Nick Nocturnal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and Nick, is, I think Nick was online when we started, actually. I saw he. Yeah. He's doing his award show today, too. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously just two in t- amazingly talented people yep. that got together and made an amazing band. And such a sense for what's going on in the scene uh, that really shows. And you can tell they're still passionate about the music. And it's just an incredible project. And I know we talked about Scion uh, last yeah. week and stuff like that, too. But like, this is the real one for me. And it's it's just such a great, fun album. Hundred percent. Um, I also have two collabs. Um, my first oh, yeah. one was just probably the most unexpected thing. Like, don't tell me it's Lord featuring. <laughs> <laughs> There's no no more Lord. No more Lord. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Um, if you like, this is definitely on some freaky 2021 like bingo card. <laughs> um, this is Miley Cyrus featuring Elton John and Yo Yo Ma covering. Metallica's nothing else matters. His banger. I didn't, I like, I rolled my eyes like fucking James Harden, like that James Harden meme roll my eyes mm-hmm. when I heard about that. Listening to it, it's pretty fucking good. Yep. Um, didn't know I needed it, but a lot of fun. And it really set the tone for the Metallica, um, whatever it's called, just the, the 30 years of the black album, mm-hmm. you, you know, um, blacklisted or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know black. Yeah. Whatever it's called. It's just, it has like a million covers mm-hmm. and I loved it. And that's like, obviously that's not something I can put on a list or whatever, but I love Metallica. And I really felt that that was co- a cool thing to do to celebrate mm-hmm. such a, a important album for me. Cause without that, without that record, I don't, start playing music. So quick question real quick. Yeah. Do you want them to do something like that with other classic Metallica albums? Like, would you like something like that for master puppets? I mean, like, I don't think so. And I'll tell you why Mm -hmm. master puppets, probably their best record. It's like an actual metal record. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that makes sense. I I, don't feel like Miley Cyrus covering anything off master puppets would be any good. Yeah. But the Black Album, when you listen to it, you do start to hear, oh shit, like these are actually just great songs. Like this, mm-hmm. when you strip away, you know, um, heavy, you know, the, the heavy parts and stuff, you're like, oh, okay, there's a really good song buried under this. So I, I kind of understand, you know, what's happening there with that. Yeah. Um, the other collab I want to bring up, and you brought up Linoleum earlier in the show, actually not very long ago, is... No effects single linoleum, mm-hmm. which features Avenge Sevenfold. Buckwild. Who who would have thought that? The entire band of an Avenge Sevenfold is featured on a no effects song and they're in the video. That's another one I didn't know I needed mm-hmm. that I needed. Yeah. So those those to me were my were my I mean, obviously like we know all the great the great collabs that took place. Mm-hmm. And Tons. there's so many. But for me, those were real wild. Yeah. Um God. Also, can we just say like 
There were definitely some hits and definitely some misses, but overall featuring artist of the year, Courtney Plant. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely changed some songs. There were some that were misses for me and we kind of went into that a couple episodes ago, but like the songs that she was kind of brought in on and featured on, like the Make Them Suffer song and the Crown the Empire song and a few others, she just absolutely works on and it's bloody brilliant. She's she's incredible. Um, incredible. All right, we're going to get into best comeback oh, yeah. of the year, um, which you kind of asked me what I meant mm-hmm. by this. And I kind of like, like to leave it a little bit open-ended. Yep. You know what you think of that? Um, comeback kid. That's a really good comeback. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. But but um, what do you have for that? So I got... There's two, three kind of um, best comeback as in band actually kind of coming back from the dead. I have already talked ad nauseum about Chunk No Captain Chunk. That is the obvious answer. I am so in love with that comeback that it's stupid. Uh, But I wanted to take some time to highlight another artist that kind of came back from the dead and really surprised me in a fun way. And that's Limp Bizkit. Them coming back and releasing a new album is buck wild and insane and how good it is and how unchanged the formula is. It just made all feel right with the world for a little bit and I loved that. Um, um, yep. The other way that I took comeback was band coming back from a bad album. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I want to I shout out Trivium in the Court of the Dragon because I fully never expected to love another Trivium album ever again in my life. And I am now actively loud about the fact that I am a fan of that band again because the new album is so damn good when I didn't expect it to be. Well, um, I had the same best comeback <laughs> as, as you for Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Um, that that 100%, um, again, didn't know I needed that. And that record is actually great. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's a fun listen. I've seen it in people's uh, top tens and just, top twenties. Yeah, it's just weird enough that it's right. It's just it's just mm-hmm. weird enough that that it's it's like a really great record. You can tell that they wanted to, they did something they wanted to do while still preserving what makes Limp Biscuit, you know, Limp Biscuit. So I thought it was a great comeback. It just come like it even announces itself as a comeback too, like that first track rolls in and you just hear DJ lethal and you're like, Oh God, here we go again. And uh, it's just so great. Love it. Yep. The other, the other thing I I will bring up is knock loose again. I think, I think knock loose, not to say that their last record was like bad by any means, but it was getting, it was, it was, it was, it was getting stagnant. If they'd put out that record again, Mm -hmm. They would, we wouldn't be even talking about um, Knock Loose. No. So, I mean, it's, it's, I know I've brought, brought it up a few times, but um, there you go. Best comeback. Uh, oh, yeah. Cool. That was worked out. All right. We're going to get into the e call boy uh, segment of the uh, show uh, or Don Broco. Um, it's going to be one of the two. Uh, oh, I'm wrong. Okay. Tell me your video of the year, Mike. All right. So, I feel like cheating by picking this. Uh, But I feel like you almost have to have it too because of your EP of the year list. My music video of the year is A Tear in the Fabric of Life by Doc Uh, Loose. Uh, Sure. It feels like cheating, but 
I think that music video is, and as much as I love the fun music videos, don't get me wrong, it just adds so much to the song by adding kind of this cinematic, dark, very, very eerie, ghoulish, like visually stunning music video. And it just, it's part of what makes me love this EP so much. And if you told me at the beginning of this year that a band like Knocked Loose was going to do something like this, I would have said you are off your rocker. But when they, and I think that's part of why they surprise dropped it too, because it's such a change of pace and depth from the band. But like, it's just so well done and I love it. Yeah, I completely agree. And that's really great. I had Pump It from E. Callboy. Uh, I figured it was one of the the two or three. (laughs) Uh, Sure. I mean, yeah, it could have been, um, we got the moves. I liked Pump It Mm -hmm. uh, even more. I don't know why. Uh, it's <laughs> just such a good video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, I could have picked any Don, Don, uh, yeah, obviously Don Broco, Don Broco video music well. video is great. Um, another band I want to shout out here. Uh, they've got an album coming in February, but the Dolly Thundering concept, they're a weird progressive metal core dance, whatever the hell you want to call that band. It's kind of mind blowing, but they have some really, really cool, uh, cinematic music videos that work really, really well. Um, and also Sleep Token's music videos this year were brilliant too. Like those are just so cinematically pleasing and beautiful. 100%. Hell yeah. All right. We've got, um, four more categories. This is a big one Mm -hmm. and a very hard, very, very hard to pick one. I don't think so. Song of the year. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, I have two. I don't know if this is an obvious choice. This is not when you think of song, you maybe don't think of this right off the top, mm-hmm. but for me, I think it's Into the Hellfire from Lorna Shore. To the Hellfire, but yeah, uh, that's my song to of the, the hell, year. To, to the Hellfire. It's your song of the year too. Yep. Yeah. Um, good. Then I'm then I'm not off my rocker by picking this. No. I think the song just has everything. Mm-hmm. It has. It's a journey, and it is just ferocious, and it is memorable, mm-hmm. and. I really don't know what else you you know you'd really put here. Yeah. Uh this is my song of the year because I think even with E Callboy and the poppy music videos and all the fun stuff and all the amazing albums that have come out of this year To the Hellfire is the one thing that has blown up insurmountably. It is probably the biggest thing to come out of deathcore in the last 10 years. Uh maybe ever, honestly. Maybe ever. Um, it, it didn't matter looking at YouTube, even still to this day, it doesn't matter what kind of react channel you had. If you were like, well, I've been reacting to videos of cooking, but everybody said they wanted me to watch this deathcore music video, whatever that is. There were so many reactions to this song. There were so many people talking about it. It's absolutely blown up it's revitalized an entire genre of music single-handedly there's no way that this is not song of the year it might not be the best song this year but it's song of the year here's the other thing that that people don't talk about when they bring this up Mm -hmm. 
this wasn't Bring Me the Horizon or Architects no. or like this is not a band that was a household name. This was a band with a new vocalist. Nobody really knew the band outside of the genre really at all. Yeah. And it comes out of nowhere and it has this kind of reaction. Um, yeah, it's 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 something else. I want to look at this because I'm interested. Yeah. Oh, 10.9 million plays on Spotify. Yeah. And this came out, what, like August? Yeah. Maybe July. I don't remember. For a band that was as small as they were, and trust me, this band was small. They still are. They're playing like 200 cap rooms as deathcore bands do. But <laughs> sure. like this band went from maybe like 80, 90,000 monthly listeners on Spotify to 460,000. Like this band is absolutely blown up in all the right ways. And it's all because of this song. Yep. There you go. Um, wonderful. That is song of the year. Uh, apparently wasn't hard at all. Uh, all right. What was your other one? The other one I had was Afterlife by um, Holding Absence. Great song. I think that that is one of the best, you know, more traditional mm -hmm. songs. Um, I think that band is is just ready to explode. I just oh, love yeah. them so much. That's why they're in my top 10 albums of the year. Uh, all right. We got three more. The next is Artist of the Year. Hell yeah. You want to go first? You want me to? Yeah, I'll go first. Cool. The uh, Artist of the Year... It's kind of an interesting one because it was not on either of our top 10 albums or EPs, mm -hmm. but oh, I know for me, is. it's Spirit Box. Yeah. I think um, what Spirit Box did uh, this year and, and a little bit of last year too, was just take the entire scene by storm, mm -hmm. build so much hype, um, not just for... Uh, themselves but for the entire genre mm -hmm. and Courtney is just such a rock star um, her featuring other songs has been a treat every single time and I just love I love the band and I like I'm proud of them yeah that they have that they have come out on their first album cycle and have done what they've done mm -hmm. I think is just an absolutely incredible uh, feat and they are going to be talked about for years to come because of the legwork they've done on their first album cycle. So a lot of people were sort of like, I don't want to say mad at mad at me or just said like, yo, Some did you forget spirit box? Um, like I've how is spirit box not in your top 10? <laughs> it, <laughs> like, and I, I get it. I get it. Um, to me, I, I don't, think they made a top 10 album but it's mm -hmm. okay it's their first album yeah they've got they've got time and and i think that they will they could make a number one album mm -hmm. um of the year you know in 2023 or whatever but for me they're still artists of the year because of everything else they've done and the time in their career they've done it they toured so with that's, that's why for me it's they yeah for for a minute until that got mm -hmm. shut down but um but yeah for me for me it's uh for me, it's Spirit Box is, is artist of the year. Cool. I have somebody different. Uh, very similar story. Um, band absolutely blowing up. I think from arguably an even lower point than Spirit Box. And that's kind of why uh, I think that they are my band of the year. Um, Lorna Shore. Yeah. My artist of the year. They 
have come back from trading a vocalist to sign or, or uh, having uh, Tom Barber leave, go to uh, Chelsea Grin, right? At that point, they get a new vocalist. I don't even remember the ass hat's name. Uh, allegations, <laughs> the whole fun thing. Yeah. <laughs> they get Will Ramos, who hasn't made Death Court in a little bit, to join the band. They come out here. They completely, and this is why I think that they're my artist of the year more so than Spirit Box. They completely pump in a whole new crowd into Deathcore, which was kind of a stagnant, slow genre, despite having some absolutely amazing artists. Yeah. Get like they are single handedly elevating that genre past what it would have grown to in the next five years already this year. Um, they've made an incredible EP. They've gotten picked up for some buck wild tours. They're playing Christmas Burns Red tonight. They're yeah. They've got picked up for a tour with Bring Me the Fucking Horizon as a yeah. deathcore band. Yeah. Like, hey, we know we know what Bring Me the Horizon yeah. used to be. Oh, we do. But <laughs> like, it's absolutely incredible what this band has been able to pull off from basically ground zero. And like, I know a bunch of people loved Immortal, the last release, and they said, hey, we made it so that the vocalist like doesn't get any funds from this record. Just take it as a record and try not to think about any of that stuff. But like, still, you're coming off of that with a new vocalist and you release an EP that's this impactful for the scene. This had to be my artist of the year. These guys are incredible. And unfortunately, they didn't get EP of the year, but like... Damn, we know Knock Loose is doing good things. Y'all came out of here and stomped. Like, I think. Yep. And there's a little preview for next show. We're going to talk about it. Uh, Lorna Shore album 2022. Is this the first time a number one top 10 list band is a deathcore record? It might be. I think so. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, that'll be. They'll have to do something real special. They already are. Because 2022 is going to be just as good a year as 2021, probably. We'll see. No sleep token. So, All right. No sleep token. Uh, all right. Free ball. We have two more here. Uh, biggest news of the year, mm-hmm. um, which could be anything. Yep. I got a few things, uh, but I'd like you to go first. Yeah. So I just have one thing because honestly, I was thinking back and I couldn't think of anything crazy, but I think... This is the news story that kind of in a weird way shook the entire Warp Tour scene um, for the better in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. kind of gave us something to laugh at. And it's the fact that it's the year 2021 and Attack Attack is back. <laughs> Which honestly, like, <laughs> as much as you want to hate that EP or whatever, or you didn't listen to it because you think this whole thing's a cash grab, like that is an absolutely huge news story and it blew up everywhere. And I think it kind of just really shows as a whole encompasses. That's the word I want to use. It encompasses this entire year and the actual clown fiesta that it has been the last two years, honestly, with just ridiculous things happening, bands coming out of the woodwork and making music again, mm-hmm. just being wild and goofy. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's, that's a really, really great pick. Thank you. Um, 
I have a couple. I think the number one news, and this is definitely not in our scene or anything, mm-hmm. I think is the uh, Free Britney movement. Yeah. Um, that that one's great to too. me was crazy mm-hmm. how she's on Instagram and people are like, she's in trouble. Like wear a yellow dress if you're in trouble. And mm-hmm. then there's a documentary and all this shit comes out about how she's, you know, basically like living, you know, as a slave in, in her, in her, like to her father and, and all this crazy yeah. shit and it's real. And then she gets out of it and now she's free. And that all happened in like the last 12 months. It's, it's been that such to me, a wholesome journey to watch. I'm so happy. About yeah. It. Exactly. It's kind of like good news, which is why I wanted to bring it up. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to mention anything about COVID. Obviously COVID is the news of the year. Um, right. Regardless. Uh, and the other also real, real quick. Now let's do the same thing for Amanda Bynes. Who's in the same situation guys. Oh, is she really? I didn't know that. She also has a conservatorship and a bunch of stuff like that. So, Oh my God. Okay. And the other, the other news, um, is, the Nirvana baby uh, suing, Nir- suing Nirvana. Oh, yeah. that, <laughs> that also really that. encompasses the clown show that the last year has been. Good That's pick. another one that I wanted to remind people of if they forgot that that happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. That's, um, that is our biggest news of the year. Um, feel free to write in the, um, in the comments what yours is. We'll talk about it. Yep. Um, we just got one more thing. And it is the most anticipated album of 2022. It is potentially the new album from Silverstein. (gasps) Potentially. 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 We got 12 months to get a record out. We'll see if we can make that happen. We'll see. I think there's a, there's a possibility. Um, Um, So that's, that's very uh, anticipated for myself. Hell yeah. I'm very excited about it. Um, we talked about it at the beginning of the show. I'm going to be doing most of mine next week on a solo episode. And so if you're just joining us on Twitch, that's what's happening. Um, I'll be talking about all of mine next week, not on Twitch, obviously, but on the podcast side. Um, I'll leave you with one because it's announced. Mm. This Bad Omens record is going to blow the hell up. I'm already seeing the waves from these singles. Uh, their vinyl record prices are skyrocketing right now, aftermarket. Um, this band's going to be absolutely huge next year. And watch them, because all three of these singles are absolute bangers, and this record's going to destroy. All right. All right, all right. All right. Well, that is our end of the year show. Wow. Got through another one. Yeah. Anything we didn't talk about? Anything we forgot from the entire year? Oh yeah, there is new music coming out tomorrow. Much to my chagrin, there will be a list on my Instagram at Slappy Slam. Uh, come hang out. Who is putting out a record this week? There's three. The music EPs. industry is closed. There's three EPs and a couple singles. I also agree that the music industry should be closed. I don't want to be doing this. <laughs> oh my goodness! But well, that's crazy. That's why well, I was a person. So yes. Well, tune in to. Um, uh, the podcast next week, obviously this will be up on new year's Eve. Yep. Uh, however, next week to kick off the year, Mike will be talking about, uh, all the big albums that we think are coming and, and some new singles that are dropping. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. And, uh, a lot of uh, the tendency is at the beginning of the year, 
to not, you know, focus on new records and people are kind of like, you know, figuring it out, no trying breaks. to go to the gym, gym and shit, you know, uh, whatever you're stop drinking. I don't know, whatever you're, you're trying to do in 2022. Um, but let's keep in mind, one of my favorite albums, my number 10 album of the year came out on January 1st mm-hmm. of 2021. And that's fuck art from the dirty nil. So, uh, things can come at you quick. They do. It's, they do. Honestly, that January 14th is already kind of looming in my nightmares. That's right. It's crazy. Hell yeah. We did it. All right. Well, we did it. That's, uh, that's the end of the year. Um, I know you thanked a few people at the end of, uh, at the beginning of the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. I want to thank, uh, so many people, everybody here on Twitch right now. The show. Thank you for being with us for the long haul. Um, if you are not subscribed or not following twitch.tv slash Shane told Mike and I are going to be doing it all year long. Uh, so come on Have next week, make sure you are following and a shout out to everybody that, uh, listens to the podcast, uh, actually listens to the ads. That's really appreciative as well. Um, you know, keeping us on the air mm-hmm. and, uh, I want to thank you, Mike, for, for just mm-hmm. being so prepared every single week and showing me, uh, some music that I will, that will be with me for the rest of my life now. I and, try. uh, that's, that's really meaningful. And I want to thank you, Shane, for having me on and getting this idea and starting this whole thing. And it's been a little bit of a crazy journey this last year and a half or so, but I wouldn't change it for the world. And thank you to the baby Jesus also. Little newborn. Because without the baby Jesus, none of this would be possible. 11 pounds, six ounce, baby Jesus. Because do you think that we'd have to the hellfire if Jesus... Baby Jesus never existed? Yeah, what would we have? Hell to the dirt fire? I don't know. There'd be no hell, right? This is important. So, I don't know. Thank you, Jesus. And we'll leave it with that. (laughs) 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 Uh, I don't know. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10.